0: To the flag, <laughs> the Republic of straight to the nation, to to the Next up is public comments and announcements. Uh, for if anybody is here for a particular item that they would like to speak on, they, they will, you'll have an opportunity uh, to address that item uh, when it's brought up. Um, please bear in mind that if, if, we, we have, if we hear some of the same comments over and over, let's just not try to repeat ourselves because we all listen and we all understand what's being said. Um, other than that, <coughs> Anybody from council have any public comments or announcements? Anyone from staff have any public comments or announcements? Anyone from the public have any public comments or announcements? All right. Hearing none, we'll move to item number four for approval against cons- the consent agenda. Is there a motion to approve 4.1 through 4.8? So moved. Second. <laughs> Off to the races. Uh, <laughs> Who wants that one? Reese is quick. Okay. All right. We're all fighting over it all. I'll, I'll yeah. stay laid back. All in favor, <laughs> please raise your hand. Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you, Reese. All right, now we'll move on to item number five, regular agenda. We'll get a 5.1, which is discussion and possible action to approve the dismissal of hotel occupancy <laughs> tax penalties and interest in the amount of $1,378.96 requested by South Padre Island Inn. Rodrigo.
1: Mayor, uh, council members, good evening. Uh, the city has received a request to weigh penalties and interest in, in the amount that the mayor mentioned uh, from South Padre Island Inn uh, for taxes for May 2023. Uh, our uh, company that collects the taxes on behalf of the city noticed that uh, the taxes for May were not filed and pay on time and contact the hotel. Uh, the hotel contacted us, and uh, we requested for the taxes to be paid, which were about $6,500. They were paid, but they're requesting to waive penalties and interest in this amount. And there is a letter attached to your packet with an explanation provided by the hotel uh, was why it wasn't paid uh, on time. I believe there's uh, somebody from the, uh, uh, from the hotel present in case you have any questions. And that's great.
2: When money. was it paid?
1: It was paid in December, after it was contacted. Yeah.
0: So he missed his May payment, and, and he paid it in de- December after he was contacted? Yes. OK. All right. Anybody else have any questions? Is South Padre Island in
3: here today? Yes.
0: OK. You all want to speak, address the board?
3: Good evening, everyone.
2: Good evening.
3: Uh, my name is Atif Faruqi, and I'm managing the property South Padre Island Inn. Uh, we received the email from uh, Insight on November 28th, and that we haven't paid the hotel <laughs> occupancy taxes from April 2021 to December. 2023, so uh, it was a surprise for us because I was the one who made the payment for the hotel occupancy taxes. And I checked my records, so I informed them that uh, we have paid all the taxes on time and we have the re- receipts also because uh, those receipts also in their records also if you will log in, so you can go to the history of the taxes, then you can see. So, when I emailed to them and I spoke to them by phone, Miss Joanna, so she uh, admitted that it was a mistake from their side, that instead of my account, they checked some other account which is three five six two eight zero. I have the copy of that email also, which I. Uh, received and then later on November 30th, I receive another email from the representative of Avenue Miss Joanna that she said that rest of the payment almost two years you have paid But only for the month of May 2023 it was not paid Then I check my records and I have uh, check that, yes, that payment was missing only for May 2023. So I informed that. And I said, OK, we will make the payment or whatever is the amount. So I noticed that there was a penalty interest and penalties coming. So I asked them that this is uh, something happened because it was for the month of June when we pay uh, the taxes for the month of May, uh, before 20th every month. So I requested them is there any way you can consider that we always pay on time and this is first time happened. So uh, they said this is you supposed to contact to the city and we contact to the city uh, accounts department and uh, after that, they also correspondence with them. So in that case, uh, uh, I requested that uh, to the council members, that if is it possible that uh, consider this first time mistake and because uh, I paid on time the estate tax. So mm-hmm. I don't know how it happens that only a city was missing. Maybe this is the internet issue or, uh, or my question is this also, why they inform us after six months when the penalty goes and interest goes very high, they should inform us next month also about this. Okay. Would you like to say? Yeah. So
2: basically, uh, uh, I've been assisting him through this whole situation. Uh, looking into it, I'm kind of concerned if uh, other uh, businesses might also be overcharged, penalized when they're not actually due. Um, the the main thing is they they messed up on the account. And he was so stricken by being off a year, they went back and said that he was off a month. Like, it, it kind of could have
0: blindsided him for once. And When did you buy the property? <clears throat> when did you take over the property?
3: Uh, sir, I'm managing this property uh, 2021.
0: And that was those the years that started getting in question. I wonder if there was just two tax ID numbers or something like that for it. That's why I was asking.
2: Rod, do we have a paper trail on this these notes from the uh, company? Yeah,
1: yeah, we can uh, We do uh, not not right here, but uh, we
2: verify that yeah. the taxes were paid. I can make a motion to table this and have them get all the paperwork for this so we can see it, bring Second. it back to the next meeting. Yeah. Second. I want I wanna see everything. Okay. Both sides, please.
0: Um, all right, we have a motion to table in uh, a second. All in favor, please raise your hand.
3: Opposed? Or please make
2: sure good. you get him all of your paperwork, all the documentation from the company to you for both.
3: Yes, I have. And the uh, City of South Padre Accounts Department also correspondence with them. They have also the paperwork. Just
2: make sure, Rodrigo, I want you to get him a copy of everything you have so I can see that the next meeting.
3: Thanks. I all the email correspondence.
2: Perfect.
0: All right, we're moving on to item number two, discussion and possible action to approve the dismissal of hotel occupancy tax penalties and interest in the amount of $153.11 requested by William Gorey.
1: Mayor, council members, um, similar situation. This taxpayer has been paying the taxes since 2015. Uh, The company went back and verified that one uh, tax return for July 2022 wasn't not filed. Uh, this taxpayer actually paid the taxes and the penalties and interest. Uh, he wasn't able to be here today because he lives in Wisconsin. Uh, so, by his request,ing to to waive uh, penalties and interest.
0: He's asking us to refund it because he's already paid it. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct.
2: Why? Was there hardship or something I'm missing here? Or?
1: There's a letter attached to to the packet. So I just uh, he's saying that he just um, an explanation. He's saying that he didn't uh, he completed the, the information, uh, but failed to hit the file send bottom. Okay, that's
2: what so, I've read. So. Yeah.
1: So I contact them, and uh, he pay he pay everything so far, uh, including penalties and interest. But he's looking for reimbursement.
2: Motion to deny. Okay. Is
0: there a second? I'll second. All right. Is there any discussion? All right. All in favor, please raise your hand. Opposed? Motion carries. What? Thank you. One opposed. Okay. All right. Item number. 5.3 5.3 Discussion of possible action to approve a special events designation for the Art Business Incubator, Incubator, South Padre Island Quarterly Art Fest events scheduled for February 3rd, April 6th, November 23rd, 2024.
4: Um, no one, tonight's a play for El Paseo, so no one was able to come and represent for them. Um, this is something that they've done they uh, through the Art Incubator, and they um, have the Arts Fest, and they want to have they want to continue that. But go, it, it, um, there's a caveat in our um, ordinance number 20, no outdoor display. So um, we request they were requesting um, a letter for a special event designation. And then that will um, let them be able to do that event. Those sure.
5: three. I'll make a motion to approve special event designation.
4: I'll
6: second.
0: All right. Is there any questions or any discussion? Is there a...
2: I'm just curious. The neighbors across the street—they uh, there's a restaurant over there, or two restaurants. Where's the parking?
0: You're talking about the side street, like?
2: Yeah, I just I'm, I noticed they have tow signs up all over their building, and I think is the guy across the street. Is he okay with the parking?
4: You know, I'm, that's a great question. They have they've had this.
2: Uh, I know I they've times. had it, but so, I,
4: no. But I'm just saying, I, we haven't had any um, complaints on the parking during that time because it's during, uh, it's more during the daytime hours. It's really, bef- I mean, lunchtime. But um, I don't have anything in the notes on parking, and it doesn't seem to have been an issue in the past. But it, I mean, note taken.
2: I just, I think going for, I, you know, it's a good event. We're all for it. It's going forward with all these special events. I really want right. to see parking addressed all the time. Okay. They And And that's something that I can go over with Julie in the- Not this one specifically, but all of them, that needs to be addressed.
4: It's always an issue, yeah. Yeah. So that's something that we can put in the notes on the special event for for Julie to um, make some extra considerations for parking, maybe over in the different sites.
0: Are there any other questions? I do. it would not open it up. See, that was probably something in the settings. Okay. Uh, we have a motion and a second all in favor please say or raise your hand opposed motion carries <laughs> next up is item number 5.4 which is discussion and action regarding to approve a draft of chapter 12 of the city of South Padre Island code of ordinances as recommended by the ad hoc committee uh, we're going to have a moment here. Just after, we're going to let the city attorney speak and just kind of give an update of what we've changed in the ad hoc deal. Uh, the, for references, we had done some changes to the noise ordinance uh, almost a year ago, or plus a year ago, uh, or sometime. Time flies, and uh, we had we had addressed a lot of the noise ordinance w- regarding uh, residential areas. But Ed, if you could go ahead,
7: we um, well, first of all, the the draft that, the draft regarding the noise ordinances, which is the bulk of Chapter 12, Section 12, was already recommended separately, was already approved by the council separately, and the ordinance is, is in effect. And it really kind of tightens noise restrictions, sets some time limits in residential areas, uh, prohibited outdoor amplifying in certain times in mostly residential areas. This came about as part of our debate and discussion regarding short-term rentals. And the city council felt that we should proceed immediately with the changes in the noise ordinance and then come back and look at the rest of Chapter 12, which is really just some miscellaneous items of camping, loitering, and some other things that that are kind of minor. So the point is that Chapter 12 is already on the books. It has; it was changed. Uh, we did have input from the public, and um, in my opinion, it was, you know, made much more stringent, uh, especially for residents that live in A and E single-family districts, that they were complaining about the noise all night and the the, the amount of noise. So again, the noise ordinance 12-2. You can be happy to answer questions, but that's it's not just a draft. That draft's been approved already.
0: And, and you know, it's kind of, this is, a, this is an ordinance that's basically called the noise ordinance, but it gets into a lot of other areas like lighting and, and that sort of thing. And, and so there, there's multiple levels of this. Now, that being said, for those who want to speak, if you want to line up over here um, in favor or against or whatever it might be, uh, and you can approach the podium state your name state where you live and we'll take your comments one by one
8: So if I'm understand, oh, I'm sorry. My name is Bertha Janice um, if I'm understanding this correctly, so this one has already been approved and everything? So, some, most
0: portions of it have been approved. We are, we're cleaning up some other sections of it, but if you do have comments about it that you'd like us to consider at a later date for making changes, you're more than welcome to speak that and we appreciate that input. Okay,
8: I just have a little something I'm gonna read. Yeah, sure. My name is Bertha Janice and I own a, condo, own a condo at the embassy, which is at 2600 Gulf Boulevard. Our family has owned this unit for 20 years, and we have had many fond memories. I'm from Brownsville. Why am I here? The breaking point was when my 30-year-old son, who has spent many weekends and holidays here since he was a child up till adulthood, um, decided that we should just leave after we had the... we. Well, okay, let me just keep reading... He said, let's just leave. The music is ridiculously loud and who can sleep through this? Not to mention he has a wife and a baby to put to sleep. He said that after a policeman left our condo, we called it in and we wait for the officer to get a reading. I also have the app on my phone now, the decibel meter. My daughter also had a similar situation. During the last two years, we have had a problem with Cocoa Beach, which was called Boomerang Billies. There's a new owner is what I understand. The first year we let it go, but after being at the condo and now my adult children are complaining, I know I had to do something. This does not just affect me, but it also also affects my neighbors here at the embassy. Our condo has 30 owners and all of them have children ranging from toddlers to grown adults who have children of their own. These are our grandchildren. We have hatches, which is a machine with white noise, if you're not familiar. But sometimes the bass of the thump, thump is too loud, so it doesn't really work. It's hard to put a child to sleep, and if you have to work from home and get up the next day, sometimes you can't sleep because the music's really loud. There are times in the summer that the music's not bad, and there are other days it's loud, and there are other days when it's super loud. Sometimes it's the bass of the songs. Some music, The music is not consistent. We get a a reading of 81, 90, sometimes it's 78 with a high of 83. It just depends on the song. Some of the songs use the F word. When the DJs come, the speakers are huge, and it's not always like that. These are taken from our side of the property, the decibel readings. I'm getting tired of calling the police. It's embarrassing because it's not an emergency. We come to relax, but it's not relaxing. This has to stop. We have and would like to thank the officers that do come. I know Officer Rodriguez has been there, Officer Phillips, Manchuka, Salinas, and several others. I want to take, talk, uh, thank Captain Silva and the Chief of Police, Claudine O'Carroll, for uh, giving us guidance, and Wendy Delgado as well. It's either a noise disturbance or an ordinance violation. Some of the officers have been here several times. I am all for having fun, but let's do it in a zone where the decibel level is higher. And if it is allowed and no families live there, we are in a residential zone. I believe we're a B or a B1. I am asking you to consider either ending daytime at nine and/or change the decibel reading to a lower number. Perhaps 75 at night. That would be six, at 75 at night. That would be 68 because it's minus seven. I did look into the reports thanks to the Open Records Act and I saw the complaints for the month of July um, and it might have included June. There were, you know, about 913 complaints, but I see that the fine is $500 and I think it should be raised because everything else has gone up in price. Um, Please consider this. And um, I think that Cocoa Beach needs to start getting fined because when we did the Open Records Act, they had never been fined. If the rules are not enforced, this will never end.
0: Thank you. How many people here are from Embassy? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Thank you. All right, go ahead.
9: My name is Melissa Bryant, and I own Unit 302. Um, I'm the only full-time resident there, so I live there full-time. I hear and see everything that goes on all the time. Right now, I'm not going to reiterate everything that that Bertha said. I mean, I agree with all of it, but um, I I will say in the summer in particular, we like to sit on the balcony after dark, and you're sitting there, and we there are pools in the front, so we're looking at the dunes, the beach, and the ocean. We want to hear the waves, you know, look at the stars, and then that noise um, just... Is breaks all tranquility. Your chest is pounding, you know, from that base. So, I agree with everything. I do. I do want to read um, a statement from the owners of 205, and uh, they could not be here tonight. And they asked me to read this for them. Uh, their unit is currently on the market, and I think this is important information because I believe that this doesn't get rectified, it's going to um, hurt our property value. This is from the painters. To whom it may concern, we purchased Embassy Condo 205 approximately two years ago during the off-season. We visited the property several times at different times of day because I was concerned that the noise from next door might be problematic. Ultimately, we decided that all of the other pros about the condo outweighed the constant stream of music coming from Cocoa Beach. After all, it was faint with the doors and windows closed and could be drowned out with the TV. And truthfully, during the day, it provides a nice summertime vibe when sitting on the balcony. After staying in the unit for spring break and weeks over the summer, however, we understood why the previous owners left a powerful box fan in the master bedroom. There is absolutely no sleeping before midnight and sometimes later unless the thick roll-down curtains are drawn and the fan is set right next to the bar-facing window and set on high. Even with this, you can still hear the music our children sleep with loud noise makers in the middle bedroom. We recently listed our condo for sale, and every single possible new owner has commented on their concern about the noise from the bar. During one showing, Cocoa Beach hosted a lively concert. The potential buyers told their agent that they were prepared to, to place an offer on our listing that day, but decided to purchase another condo instead because the music was too loud. As potential buyers continue to view our home, it would be of utmost significance to them to tell them that the city has heard its residents and that the music from next door will not only not be a problem, but can be assured to be, be at a level that allows families to enjoy themselves without feeling like they are hosting their own DJ party and shut off completely at a more reasonable hour. Thank you for your consideration, Andrew and Aranda Painter.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Um, Ed, I got one question for you, real quick. In on page ten of thirty-one, you have item number I, which is causing to be made noise or sound that exceeds seventy-eight decibels from the property located in B, which is what this district is, um, when measured from the property line. Are there hours that go along with this, and oh, no, I'm just not finding it real quickly?
7: The only hours go through A and E, I believe. The only okay. restrictions on hours are the rest single family A and E zones but, they, uh,
0: but, they, but but if you were but if you were a restaurant or, or if you were doing something on the beach, you would need or you would still have to follow the seventy eight decibels: sure right.
7: seventy eight right. and then there is we're correct, and the, the decibels go up or down depending on what zone you're in. Right, because so it starts at midnight and goes till till 7 a.m. is
9: called the nighttime hours. So prior to that, they could be at 78. It's, and we live in B, which is a residential area.
6: But in the evening, it can drop down. I think they said seven decibels.
7: Seven decibels, yeah, that's on page 11. Okay. So,
0: yeah, so uh, uh, day, uh, uh, ma'am. Uh, ma'am, can you? I need you to, to – we can't just have a free-for-all out here and, and the microphone not picking you up and then the ones in the audience can't pick you up. But that nighttime des- that nighttime deal is set for A and E, correct?
7: Right, but there's a 7-decibel seven, seven reduction for uh, any noise at nighttime in B, F, E, D, C, D1, D2. Um, so there's it even goes lower at, at – uh, after uh, eleven or twelve o'clock, and, and which zones are that? Do you say it's on page eleven? Seven decibels shall be subtracted for any noise or sound at nighttime, as defined. Except right, if- but
0: it doesn't include B in that that, right. that definition. Okay, uh, no, it says ex-
7: except for those, so it wouldn't. Include- oh,
0: so it's including everything? Yeah, yeah. I yeah except for like
7: the resort or entertainment except for
0: Bayfront Entertainment right. District, Audrey
7: Boulevard North. So at, at night, it's really seventy-one.
0: Right. Okay. I found this on the web.
7: Well there you go <laughs> the question is are is it um is it over seventy one and not being enforced or is it just doesn't reach that threshold and does, is there a need to to change it
0: well i guess that that'll we'll, we'll, okay thank you go ahead sir
7: i uh
10: Bertha and Melissa have covered much of what I wanted to say but we i'm john salisbury my wife pat we live 205 at the uh, south end of the building and uh, my wife informs me google says we're 227 feet away from coco beach she had an episode it was a monday morning before noon in october there's nobody around they had a few clients over there playing so loudly that it was unbelievable out on the deck. Now, when we go inside, we don't hear it nearly that much because we're far enough away from it. Pat called the bar. The guy simply said to her, "Uh, we're a beach bar. We can play as loudly as we want to. Well, (laughs) I didn't go over so well. I have to say, though, that we bought uh, shortly before the transition from uh, Boomerang Billy to Cocoa Beach. And I have to admit that they, they cleaned the place up, they painted it, they've, uh, from what I've heard, they've improved the rental property, the service is good. We enjoy going over there to sit on the beach with our friends, have a drink, have a bite to eat, listen to some music. So we don't really want to antagonize or be quarrelsome with our new neighbors who have been doing some good, but it seems as though There should be just a little more cooperation. I don't think this has to be a big deal, but somehow we need to get together and reduce the decibel level and the the morning music that loud is uh, just unacceptable. Um, Oh, I'd I'd like to add one more thing. 85 uh, is the legal limit where employers have to uh, provide hearing protection for their employees, just to give everybody an idea where we stand here. Thank you.
0: Thank you. All right. Out of all the people here from Embassy, how many of y'all bought in the last three years? Just curious. Okay. All right.
5: So, was is this a problem that's been ongoing even when it was boomerangs?
0: It was a problem twenty years ago. There was a big fight over there regarding boomerangs and all that fun stuff. The other twenty-five years ago, bar down the street. I was going to say the name. Thanks.
2: Yeah. I well, think we should look
5: at, you know, maybe changing this.
0: Well, so. I, I think that we need a staff report, is what yeah. we need, and, and, and let staff tell us what we need to do to make it
5: reduce the decibels or reduce overnight.
0: the angst or whatever it might be. Maybe some things aren't, you know, it, we just need to, we need to get more information on the city level, I think, at this point in time. Um, we can't make any of these changes tonight anyway because right, they're right. not in draft form. But, but just it's not, but it's giving us a lot of food for thought right now, and then we need to do some research on it. Um, anybody else here wish to speak? Okay.
2: Is your, is your HOA president here? No. No. It
6: could make it. Okay. I'm reading. My name is Emily Alpert, and I have the condo at the embassy. But I'm reading this on behalf of Rick Davis Jr., and I believe Rick is from Harlingen and was one of the original owners of the prop or son of the people who originally sold the property to get the bar. He says, "Dear I, city, can I
5: interrupt you real quick, uh, yeah. if you don't mind, if you speak more direct into the microphone? Sure. We're having a tough tough time I, hearing. I, I want you to hear me." Thank you.
6: Okay. Yes, I'm short. (laughs) Yes.
5: But you're taller than Ken.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Dear city council, my wife, Karen Davis, and I own two units at the embassy condominiums located at 2600 Gulf Boulevard. We've experienced noise ordinance violations committed by Cocoa Beach's bar facility located next door. More specifically, we have been subjected to, on numerous occasions, decibel levels from Cocoa Beach's bar facility that exceeded existing decibel level parameters, both during daytime hours and nighttime hours, and that's in quotations, as currently defined by the city's existing noise ordinance. Two such violations were personally reported by me this past summer and responded to by the city's police officers. In each instance, the officers timely responded, were successful in addressing the violations, and met with me following their efforts, which were much much appreciated. Meanwhile, it is my understanding that other owners have reported similar violations on multiple occasions to which officers have timely responded. That is why we support the proposed revisions to the noise ordinance, redefining the definitions of daytime and nighttime hours by increasing the daytime hours by one hour and correspondingly decreasing the nighttime hours by one hour. But even more importantly, we also urge this council to please also revise the maximum decibel levels applicable to zone B, which is where I understand the embassy condominiums are located. The current maximum current decibel level applicable to zone B is 78 decibels, which appears to be unchanged in this draft. We ask you to please revise section mm, 12.2.3 L1. On page 10 of the draft ordinance to provide that the maximum decibel level permitted for zone B be 75 decibels, just as the case for zones A and E. The reason for this is that Cocoa Beach's bar is completely surrounded by residential units, such as those at the embassy, and this neighborhood should not be subjected to noise levels above 75. Thank you for your service and your efforts in keeping South Padre Island a place that we want to be.
0: Thank you. Do you happen to have the dates that you called that in by any chance?
6: I'm sure he does.
0: Okay. I just was just curious. One
6: of them so. The same time that we called, called it in.
0: Okay. Right, we got we to keep it up here. So, all right.
6: But I'm just going to tell you that we have never, the only time we ever called it in when it was Boomerang Billy's is when Pelican West's bar was destroyed. And they used the bar next door. And that was pretty amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I lived down the street. I remember that. <laughs> it,
6: it, it was really loud. But well, is
5: there not much difference between a 75 decibel and a 78 decibel reading? No, three decibels? I wouldn't think that.
0: Uh, I'm half deaf, so I wouldn't be able to you tell you the difference. <clears throat> All right. Uh, you know, Anybody else from the audience have anything that they would like to say or we, we can let the council speak real quick? Okay. Um, I do have the dates. Uh,
8: 618, 623, 624, 71, 71. Most of them are seven ones. Saturdays.
2: Okay. What's so on Saturdays? Maybe.
8: 714.
2: Saturdays is the big day.
8: Right. Well, also another thing is a lot of us aren't there during the weekdays. Yeah. We're there on the weekends, and that's when it occurs.
2: Yeah.
8: All right. And sometimes we're not even there on those weekends, and we don't know what goes on.
2: Has Has anyone in your group or your HOA president reached out to the owner?
8: No, and I think that could be our next move. We don't know if you all could let us know. We can wait and find out who owns it, and so we can maybe set up a meeting. I think we
2: can assist you with that, and they seem like pretty reasonable people. they bought a lot of property on the
8: island, and one thought was that if we go that I can make this not short like her um <laughs> one thought was that if we talked to him and worked it out with him well that would be great until the next owner comes so that's why we were asking to lower the decibels but I do feel like we need to start finding them or if there's no consequence it just okay they and a lot of times they'll go down for a while and then an hour passes and they go back sure. up okay
0: well, unfortunately, we can't be around those places all the time. So I know. You have to hope for good behavior. But we'll get a report next week, next city council meeting, that we'll have for at least six months of records of, or seven months of records of what, what's been called over there. We'll get a little presentation yeah. on that.
5: Uh, um, I just what would satisfy you as far as acceptable decibel level. Yeah. Yeah, it's currently 78
0: And then 71 at
8: night.
0: So. Okay, all right. um, We've got to get back to where the audience can hear us. So let's get the council to start speaking here. And then if if someone asks a question, then then we can address them at the podium or or do something like that. So that way we have a record of it.
8: Just really quick. So I think 76. I think um, I came up with 76 and so did Mr. Davis. And then that would knock it down. I think we had said 76. It'll take away. 69. Yeah, bring it down. I think it's minus 7 in the nighttime.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anyone from the council want to speak on the changes that are being proposed uh, currently? And if they have any questions, I guess, regarding this, it's still, I guess, suitable since we are talking about Chapter 20 but i mean i I do recommend that we probably limit a lot of our discussion to what's on what's proposed to be changed and then possibly make a motion to include a a report next city council meeting so that we can kind of discuss some some ideas or whatever regarding the actual noise portion of the noise ordinance
5: and uh, We can and come, come back and address it later.
0: I'll, I'll second what well, you said. Have a second reading and everything, <laughs> and so we can, you know, we can delay the second reading and, um, you know, do what we need to do. So, okay.
2: consider that a motion. Second it. Okay. I'll make a motion. Where yeah, did Patrick did?
0: Okay. Seconded. Okay. All right. I guess I made the motion. Okay. You said, uh, you, said uh, it you
2: covered all their concerns and yeah.
0: all this. All
2: right. I'll, I'll second.
0: And this isn't even a first reading. So yeah, this is, uh, no, okay. just a yeah, this is. Yeah, <laughs> this is just the start. Yeah, Okay. It's the very beginning. All right. So, is there any other discussion?
10: Uh, one comment I'd like to make: You ask what if that change of three decibels would make much difference? Uh, zero decibels, a sound measured uh, is uh, considered silence. Uh, sound measured at ten decibels is ten times louder. But at twenty decibels, it's a hundred times louder. So it's exponential Mm -hmm. change; it very quickly. So three, five decibels would probably make a big difference.
2: Would would one of you folks, uh, sir, sir, would you leave your phone number with the police chief in the back? Sure. I want to call you. I've got a question for you.
10: Yeah. Thanks.
0: Okay. Uh, hearing that there's no more <laughs> discussion on the board, and we'll be bringing this back next week. All in favor, please raise your hand. Opposed. Next meeting. Next meeting. Sorry, next meeting. meeting. Uh, then we'll move to item number five point five, which is discussion of possible action to accept the revised fiscal year 2022-2023 annual tiers tax reinvestment zone report.
11: Good evening, Mayor, City Council, Alex Sanchez-Pelores, Director. Uh, This is the TIRS 2023 report. Uh, Just a little history. Um, The area was created in 2011. Then it was uh, defined in 2015 to see which are the properties. And then in 2016, additional properties were added. And in addition to the regular expenses, we've expended some money for um, upgrades on the decorative uh, medium light poles. Then we have uh, engineering services for a study to upgrade the um, edge lid lights to RF, RF, RFPs. And then we're waiting on approval from Texon on that. We already inst- uh, bought the RF RFP for the spotlight, and we're pending approval of the location. Uh, all the markings will be done after TxDOT uh, improves the PR uh, 100. <clears throat> so the total account is 288 for a total account balance of $472,428.48. The city contributes at 100% of the rate of 0.232159, for a hundred of assessed value, for a total of 138894 and seventy-one cents. The county contributes a seventy-five percent of the maintenance and operation tax rate of point three nine one eight eight eight, for a total of one hundred seventy-five thousand eight hundred forty-two and thirty-two cents, with a total contribution of three hundred fourteen thousand. Seven hundred thirty-two, seven hundred thirty-seven and three cents. So I don't know if you have uh, The third board already approved it, and we need city council and then uh, Cameron County.
0: And we just got the county's check for twenty twenty-three, right? <laughs> so that added to our four seventy-two balance and added one hundred and seventy-eight thousand no, to it.
11: That includes that.
0: Because our report says it's through 9-30-23. So that's why I was curious.
11: <laughs> I, I believe it includes that in there. It, it, it was uh, already anticipated.
0: OK. Just curious. All right. Anybody else have anything to ask? Any motion? Uh,
2: motion to approve. Sorry, Alex, I have a question. We, um, this is on this topic we about a, know, a year ago 18 months we talked about there was a discussion about light up uh, crossing signals in the asphalt yes. what whatever happened to that we not, not a fan of no or it was right yeah tech basically said no what about that? What about that luminol they're, paint?
0: They're getting ready to cover up our brick, our fake brick yeah. crosswalks. Actually, gonna... they're
11: they're going to skip those, so they're going to leave
9: them in.
0: They're going to skip those now. Okay. All right. Well, a couple weeks ago, they weren't planning on that, so we're going to cover them up.
9: Uh, well, I remember when we had the discussion about you know putting the lights. Some cities have them, so and and I mean
2: a it was roads,
9: maybe. what what I was going to say, Mayor. It was, that response was quick. It was like two weeks, three weeks later, it came back, no. Well,
2: I thought they said that at a high failure rate or something, yeah. the technology wasn't there yet, or is it? That's
11: correct. Is it there now? Uh, not,
5: not yet. Yeah. yeah. I believe we've sent several proposals to TechStock to improve those crosswalks, and they've denied everything so far.
7: We've been offered to put
9: the red lights in for the yellow bulbs, and they won't let me do that either.
5: Uh, yeah, if it's not frustrating in the, because we see the problem, yeah. and I'd like to be proactive uh, before something does happen.
11: Yeah, if it's not in that book, that's uh, the METC didn't meet.
0: Well, well, let's circle this back around. We're here to kind of talk about the tiers report, not so much Padre Boulevard. Um, if we want to talk about Padre Boulevard, we can probably put it on a, an agenda item for the next meeting.
9: It's such an enjoyable
7: subject, Mayor.
0: What? It's such an Subject. It is. It is. So, do we have a motion to approve the tears report? One, sorry, one second one got lost there. All right. Uh, is there any other discussion regarding the tears report? <coughs> all right. None. All in favor, please raise your hand. Opposed. Motion carries. Now we we'll move to item number five point six, which is discussion action to approve a memorandum agreement by and between South Padre Island. And the LRGB TPDES Stormwater Task Force Partnership Inc. For preparation of the Texas Water Development Board Flood Infrastructure Fund Program Grant Application, MOA Number R-RGB-TF-2024. Yes. Um,
11: well, the city is members of the task force. Uh, the state uh, is very favorable in doing uh, regional plans for stormwater, and this gets us uh, favorable um, grant money, and uh, this agreement is to collaborate um, and plan and strateg- strategize together as a, as a regional group for, for the stormwater.
0: Okay.
11: I don't think we have anybody from the task force here, but.
0: And you've been been working on this for a while, right, Alex? Yes. Yeah. All right. Is there anybody have any questions? Someone like to make a motion?
2: Motion to approve.
10: I'll second.
0: Okay. Is there any other discussion? All right. Hearing none. All in favor, please raise your hand. Opposed. Motion carries. Thank you. Thank you. Now we we'll go to 5.7, which is discussion of possible action to approve resolution number 20-24-01 for the submission of a Homeland Security grant.
9: Good evening, Mayor, City Council, Claudine O'Carroll, Police Chief. Um, this is some housekeeping. We want to apply for a Homeland Security Regional Planning Project grant, which could help, if awarded, some funds could help us offset the cost of replacing our communications equipment, which is all now at the point where it needs to be replaced. So we need a resolution supporting it. Okay.
2: Motion approve.
9: Second. Any discussion?
2: That was kind of funny, you got demoted a few minutes ago.
9: All good, sir. All good. She
7: got
2: promoted.
9: It's all good.
7: <laughs>
0: all right, all in favor, please raise your hand. Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now we're going to go to five point eight, and we're going to eliminate item number E from this discussion. I want to say that there was a lot of lot of applicants, or a lot of people applying for a lot of different boards. Uh, Parks had over had twelve people apply for it. Special events had eleven. Planning and zoning had seven. The CV CVB board. they had 10, and, and one thing to always kind of explain about people who apply to the CV board, uh, that they uh, it's really kind of designated towards if you're in the hospitality service business, uh, mainly hotels, condos, and, uh, and one, one seat for restaurants. And one well, seat, so. The spots are slotted. Yeah, they're slotted. It's very specific, you know. Yeah, so anyway, so for Board of Adjustments, and appeals we have Lindy Milner David Hickey and Cheryl Hill as an alternate we have for Board of Ethics we have Bill Best Jaron Berman and James Sullivan or the Convention Visitors Advisory Board we have Renee Valdez Tom Goodman Daniel Salazar. For development standards review task force, we have Charles Fox, Barbara Hayes, and then uh, Chris White is being assigned to the unexpired term. We have for keeps part or two year term for Parks and Keep SBI mm. Beautiful. We have Lori Coker, Amy Beggs, Patricia McGrath. And Catherine Willingham and we need to have a motion that's going to either appoint McGrath or Willingham to the unexpired term, since they had the same number of votes and they, neither one of them had served on the board um, so please remember that whoever makes a motion for planning and zoning we have Huffman Joe, Chris Huffman Joe Praster James Grisard for shoreline, we have Todd Williams, Norma Trevino, and Stephen Murphy. For special events committee, we have Lisa Graves, Meg Clifton, Scott Hartzog, Aaron Hartwell. So, if we can have a motion to approve, uh, and someone make a motion of who wants, to, who they think should like, to, who would serve as the unexpired term between McGrath and Willingham.
5: I'll make a motion to approve and on the terms for parks and keep SPI beautiful. um, Have Catherine Willingham serve the remaining portion of that one year term. Okay.
0: Is there a second? I'll second. All right. All in favor, please raise your hand. Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you. And now we have our last item here, which is uh, 5.9, which is discussion regarding the State of Island uh, address, which is scheduled for April 10th. Um, so the EDC is, is hosting the State of the Island again this year. They're, they will be responsible for selling the tables and seats for the State of the Island and uh, just asking you all as council members, if we're gonna we're gonna hire a professional production team this year, to do the videos, and uh, would like all of you all to to think about what you all want to speak about for the state of the island, and um, probably come up with a date by the fifteenth or so to let Nikki know so that she can get this production scheduled. Um, you know, you'll have to write a little bit of a script. Um, just as we did in the past, and that way we can get it going. Um, tables just went out kind of for sale today. Uh, we're doing it at the courtyard, right? Yes, the courtyard Marriott. And uh, how many tables? Probably what like 45 40 something. I don't remember. Yeah, there's more tables than last year. Uh, and I know that about seven or eight were sold today. So if you want to attend that, please get with the EDC and um that squared away. Anybody else have any comments regarding it, or would they like to?
5: This is going to be similar to what we set up last year where we're interviewed separately in the same format.
9: Same format, and uh-huh. I'll I'll get with the council and send you guys reminders. Yeah, it's
0: what your passion is, and what you want to talk about, and what you feel like you're accomplishing. No,
5: I just know to make yeah. sure if we're not doing it live at the event. No, 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 it's going to be you know, it's,
0: it's going to be recorded, same. and you know we're going to use the company. It'll probably be drone footage, and you know all of that fun stuff, so you won't be on the camera the whole time. Um, and you know, just you know, a good one minute, two minute deal. Gotcha. So, unless you're Joe, you might wear sunglasses on.
2: We talked last year we talked about setting up a scholarship fund. We, we, I, hope we, we're, I, hope, I hope we're going to revisit that this year. Yeah,
0: uh, no, we definitely need to revisit that with the EDC and, and, and have that start that process for sure. At
2: least I know a couple of the hotels participate in the, uh, the high school's program where they donate scholarships. I think the city should be involved in that also. And it's a pretty good medium to do that
0: with. Well, I, mean, I think it's, it's a good way to, to help support the local residents that live on the island and with, with families and such. So... Area, there you go. your residents, let's do it. All right, if there's no other discussion, then we are adjourned. Thank you very much and have a great day. Okay.